We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Alana priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. What a weird 24 hours it's been, huh? Or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, 24 hours of like being like, okay, people are waking up now. Are Uh, they listening? (laughs) No, I feel like I've gotten already so much like feedback. Yeah? Yeah. Um... Haven't you? I mean, you've sent me stuff. I've sent you stuff. Yeah. No. uh, Okay. So this is the weird part. (laughs) I was supposed to go down to Richfield for the 24th of July. Uh Last minute, I told them, no, I'm not coming. It was because family members were going to be there. And every time I thought of interacting with them, it made me want to unalive myself. So I decided not to go. (laughs) Unalive myself, okay. <laughs> and uh, it turned out to be the right choice. So, wait, did they listen to it? Has the family listened to it yet? No, I don't think anybody knows really. I think my brother knows that it's gonna happen sometime, but nobody knows. And um, what happened was they had a huge ass family fight, and then everybody called me, and they were like, "Oh, aren't you, you so were glad right you to not it. come down?" <laughs> and then, then they would include me in it, and I was like, "The point of me not going down." Well, is not, not to be involved. Fight. Right. It's like, cool. Anyway. <laughs> so between all of that and the podcast dropping and like me having the worst nightmares the night before, <laughs> I just have been floating through the day and being like, what is happening? I guess I'm glad that I worked 10 hours today. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Because I was raging on the way home because of my mom. She's so dumb. Yes. Okay. Tell us from the beginning. I don't really well, ha- tell okay. me from the beginning. <laughs> well, I mean, it's us now. Um, <laughs> it's more than us. It's just more than me and you already. I already know that. But no. So Lisa, who I live with and is who is my oldest friend and her mom, I call her my other mother because uh, her mom and my mom were best friends. That's how Lisa and I know each other. Right. Yeah. So she's like, I guess your mom reached out to my mom. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Which also. Pioneer Day is my mom's birthday, which is kind of symbolic. Like, I just gave her the worst birthday present ever. Okay, but I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't even think all. about it. Like, it's <laughs> funny because, like, I knew it was obviously on my brain that she was going to act nuts about it. But, like, yes. I didn't think about it as much as, like, I guess she's out of my life, really, because I didn't really think about it. And now I'm yeah. just like, what are you going to do? Like, I'm not pressing charges against you. I'm not doing anything. And I feel like. Usually when we talk about my mom, I try and see her side. Yes, I am very, I mean, as angry as we both are, I Mm -hmm. feel like all of our conversations were like, but what happened to her? But well, right, and it's also like, her? and I don't know what it's like to be, you know, she had four kids when she was my age. I don't know what the yes. fuck that's like. I don't, nope. Or when I'm like, when I'm around kids too long, I get like, I want to fucking kill them. So like, yeah. imagine not being, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously she's only heard three episodes, like. And I don't know if those were necessarily kind episodes to her. Yeah, they weren't. 
But it's also like, I'm not going to apologize because your feelings got hurt because you had to hear about the trauma you put on me. I'm sorry. Yes. Like, I'm just also like, wait till the series has ended before you're just like jumping on us because I, I pre listened to the next, the very next episode. Uh-huh. And we are so fucking nice to our moms in that, that episode. The, is that, I was thinking about that episode. I'm like, I wonder when that episode's going <laughs> to It's try. the very next time. And I was <laughs> oh, like, okay, well. <laughs> Where we're both like, why are we being so nice to bad our moms right now? <laughs> Well, it's just funny because it's like, okay, thank you for validating me, mother. Like, she's not doing anything. Well, and props to Allie, too, because she's like, I'm not getting involved in this. You are on your own. (laughs) Oh, Allie's uh, Lisa's mom? Yeah, she's like, no, I'm not. Like, but it's like, what are you doing, mom? You're calling around to my mutual Mm -hmm. loved ones trying to like, and I posted something about it. And I was like, she has a catfish account and my sister messaged me and she's like, do you really think that? And I was like, do you not know this woman at all? Of course yeah. she does. She's blocked. Yeah. Her real account's blocked. Of course yes. she does. Yes. Like I'm suspicious of every stranger that follows me or messages mm-hmm. me because I'm mm-hmm. like, this is probably my mom. Yeah, or there's so- like a percentage that it's my mom, you know, like 30%. Yeah. I listened to all the, all the episodes yesterday. Um, okay. Just so I could have like, an awareness of what, what is out there yeah, at what, this yeah, yeah, current yeah. moment. Yeah. And I'm really proud of it too. I'm not going to lie. I'm proud of it. Where we work, yeah. we've worked hard. It's not, we have. it's not like obviously the, the most put together of podcasts no. out there, but it's like, we we're kicking ass. I feel. And a lot of it's, people, a lot of people, more people than I thought have reached out and been like, this is good. I've been enjoying this. Wow. Uh, people have been messaging me being like, I didn't know you went through that. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I have learned more in the last 30 minutes about you. And I've really wanted to know your story. And I'm like, bro, bro, sis, they, <laughs> I've been hiding under a rock because I've been so stifled by my story, but now I'm like, just coming out with the punches. <laughs> well, I mean, how many times did we say masking and facade in the boundaries episode? Like, yeah, masking, you're right. <laughs> it is so true. Uh, I'm going to have to listen to the next few episodes, or at least the Boundaries episode, to find out what stories we've already told, mm-hmm. because I bet we repeat some, mostly because we recorded we recorded a lot of things, but right. I don't know. It's just important. I'm, obvious, I'm also not me. worried about it, because it's like it's not like it's a 10-minute-long podcast where we're repeating the same thing over and over again. Sometimes <laughs> you've got to repeat the story for context, you know? Okay, well. But yeah. Or, no. well, I also well, feel like I've every time I've needed to re retell stories, it's be because it's my it's, God, <laughs> it's because I'm still processing the yeah, same exactly, traumas over exactly, and over again. Exactly. And I like when I get to a point where I'm like, I don't need to tell this story anymore. I like that feeling. Yeah. That I'm means like, oh, I think I've already it's told closure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, um, my sister, uh, yesterday, so it's the 25th and we watched mm-hmm. it yesterday at like midnight. Right. Yeah. I dropped one episode on the 23rd. I thought. Yeah, I, I saw that. Anybody's it's fine, whatever. <laughs> but I wanted to. I wanted to time and see when it would like how long it would take. How long it takes specific yeah. podcast platforms to upload it and find it and catch it, and so it was pretty instant for um, uh, Apple Spot- and, uh, and Spotify. Spotify. Right? Yeah. Google Podcasts took like the whole day to figure it out. So I don't know about that, but. Um, Oh, I didn't even know it was on that. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. I dropped it uh, like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and 3 a.m. And that's like, I tried to make it go and, you know, I'm just yeah. trying to figure it out. Um, You're but doing yeah, an amazing job. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks. <laughs> We're figuring it out. 
but, but yeah, like, the the whole night I had nightmares of like just disarray and confusion. All of it. I just did not sleep well. Well, my sister hit me up. Okay, so yesterday, the day mm-hmm. it dropped, she hit me up at like one o'clock and was like, I listened to all of the episodes. They're really great. I'm really proud of you. And again, I don't think I was very kind to her in every episode. <laughs> and I said that to her too. I was like, thanks for just like taking it for what it is and understanding that not everything about us is perfect. And she, and then she said what she said about you where she's like, I really appreciate Kendra and her older sister's stories. I just want to give her a hug all the time. <laughs> I, she messaged me too. And I was like, Oh, what did she say? Well, do you want me to read it? It's, yeah. It was really nice because I was like, you know, I know so much about her through your eyes. Right. And, um, we're, f- we're, f- she's one of the, like one of two people on my Instagram account that I've never met, but I've accepted into my restricted area of interesting inter- internet. <laughs> it's interesting that she's following you. Well, she, you, I told you when she started following me, I was like, your sister is following me. I have no idea like what this means. <laughs> I don't even remember that. So thanks, Annex. <laughs> it's prescribed. <laughs> <laughs> So she said, I'm almost done with episode three. You guys are great. Um, and then I said, I'm really glad you like it. It's scary being so vulnerable. We've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just told her, I'm grateful that we get to be good parents. Um, she said, you two are so brave. I'm very proud of you both. Your story hits me right in my gut, especially how you're the oldest and you've always taken care of everyone until you're used up dry. I'm sorry you've gone through what you have to. And yes, every day we are lucky to try and do right by our own kids. I said, yes, oldest kids hit different. Uh, Talking to your youngest sibling has really changed how I view my sister, too. I'm really grateful for her. Um, And I also told her somewhere back in the messages, like, I'm sorry to know, like, some of your story. I'm really sorry that those things happened to you because been there. (laughs) Right, right. Well, and what she said to me, too, like, what we got into is she's, first of all, she was like, mom's going to sue you. <laughs> and I was like, I no, she's not. And I, I would love, like, if, if I got t- taken to court by my mom, I wouldn't even hire a lawyer. I would just say to the judge, <laughs> hey, man, I never turned her in, and I'm just <laughs> having a podcast about my life. Do you really want her to sue me? Like she's doing exactly what I thought she would. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, well, like, here we are. <laughs> well, here we are. Thanks for proving points here. And then my sister said, like, she said it was like she's like the whole thing made me really uncomfortable. She's like, but you guys were great. But she's, I mean, obviously this is her life too that I'm telling yeah. the world about. Yeah. And yeah. um, she was just like. I don't know. I don't. She's like, she's like, I'm scared. She told me she was scared of my mom and my, she's 40 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, you got to go to therapy. She's like, I don't even know how to take those steps. And I was like, go to one out of town. You know, I, I was just like, mm-hmm. start talking about it. Like you're doing great. I'm like, and also like, I was really, really proud she, of her response. I like that. She didn't yeah. take anything personally. Mm-hmm. She saw what it was, which was me doing my thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And understanding like what we've talked about that yeah everything I think about my sister isn't lovely but she I've known her my whole entire life that's unrealistic to even expect that yes and I really uh, appreciate our siblings through many 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 stages Mm -hmm. you know yeah and I think what you've told me you what you've taught me and what I've been trying to tell like people from an oldest perspective is like I've always viewed my younger siblings as just young and Mm -hmm. now 
I'm talking to you. You're the youngest sibling. You're a goddamn adult. Right. Like, let's start treating our siblings like goddamn adults. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my in-laws, you know, they, one of my in-laws fights with their siblings a lot. And it's because none of their siblings are recognizing that they're all just goddamn adults. Yeah, they're treating each other like how, like, it is interesting with, and, like, honestly, the fact that my mom did what she did, like, I was a little bit pissed off today, but I was just pissed off because I had to stay, like, an extra four hours at work and I was exhausted Uh and Uh it's a whole thing, but, (laughs) um, and I went on an eight-day stretch. (laughs) I straight up said to my new boss, I was like, you trying to wear me out or what? Because that's exactly what you're doing. Like, do you, uh-huh. you want to lose me? And he's like, I'm sorry. Thank you for doing this. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, eight day stretch. And you've had me do three different. I had to do breakfast, brunch, and tea today. No I'm only way. supposed to do one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just, yeah. They're so, like, okay, you're going to pay me thrice. <laughs> <laughs> right. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So I think that's why I was pissed. But I am really proud of myself for how I'm just like, okay, mom, do what you do. But she hasn't changed. Yeah. I, I posted a video about it today because I know she's I saw watched. that video. I was I was so thrilled with your video. I watched it while I was driving. Shouldn't have done that. But I was like, <laughs> pause the Elsa songs. Let's listen to Bobby because she looks pissed. <laughs> um, I loved it. I loved how you just said, I'm not afraid of you anymore. I'm not. Like, I'm just not scared of her anymore. And yeah. then, like, I love that Allie was like, no. I love that everyone's seeing... I love okay so like Allie didn't take a side I love that people yeah. aren't taking sides anymore that's yeah, what I love just everyone's just yeah. like just I love her you guys aren't connected anymore I don't see like I like that people see me separately from my mother I guess that's what I'm trying to say yeah. I guess that I like that like because I've always been you know Zach's little sister or Ob- what the little sister yeah. or you know like part my of the clan kid. Yeah, yeah yeah I like that I'm just being treated like the individual that I am and I like that Allie was like nope like you handle it you figure it out i want no part of it yep and it's been i'm really frustrated that she's like this but like duh right isn't everybody Mm -hmm. (laughs) well uh i think i experienced some of that too like i'm tired of them acting like victims and like children she did yeah she played the victim role and it's like what do you want me like that, I said that in the video, I'm like, I'm sorry that you feel bad to ha- that you had to hear about all the horrible things you did to me and my siblings. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I hated being there too. <laughs> like nobody was having a good time. <laughs> well, I mean, no, no, I don't, I don't know if she was or wasn't. What she is having is a bad time right now. I don't know if she was having a bad time back then. I know she's having one right now because she's mm-hmm. having to face, she's having to face the music, you know. And yeah. like, <laughs> how can I have a podcast? about mormonism mental illness and childhood trauma and not have her involved yeah or how can you have an authentic voice without dropping the the guardrails that you've put up for everybody to protect whatever whatever face that they've given the world we made a choice to pull back the curtain and reveal the wizard and people are from what i'm hearing very surprised like, Very even surprised. people who knew what was going on, like my sister's best friend hit me up and she's like, I knew you had it bad. I'm sorry you had it that bad. Like, mm-hmm. I love you so much. I don't think people are going to understand. Like, no one knows the extent of what went on there except for the people who were there. And some people are choosing to block that out. But yeah, yeah, I'm done 
protecting my aggressor. I'm done. (laughs) And if she wants to be different and to have penance for what she did to me, she should. And if she wants to be my mom, she should just be fucking proud of me. I've worked. We've worked so hard on this, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like we put out so much time, energy, emotional energy. And we're getting, we're getting really great feedback i feel <laughs> so if yeah. she wanted to be like a mom and not a narcissist she should have just been yeah. like good for you bob way to send it like my <laughs> sister did that was really fucking cool of her yeah something that um i worked through with my like grandparents my grandparents kept being like before just be kind to your mom she's your mother she deserves respect blah 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 i'm like okay well remove the mother label because she has not been that to me for a very long time and insert the word abuser and see if you would talk to me and chastise me the way you would talk to a, and chastise an abused child mm-hmm. and tell yep. them to, you, yep. you go interact with that person. That's the same reason why I have boundaries with the people I have boundaries in my family right now. Those people abused me. I'm not going to stand for it. They don't deserve me in their life anymore. Well, but, and, <laughs> and then to some people's respect, since I've put in boundaries with my mom, my mom has really fucking tried to respect the boundaries, to be accountable, even though it's hard for her, and to just let me speak and then just be like, okay, I get it. And then just like not press the issue anymore. I wish my mom would fucking do that. My well, mom, my mom on, wants Carolyn. it. Well, she just wants to clean slate it, which again, yeah. I would be fine yeah. with if she could acknowledge, like, I don't want her to suffer for our past i want to move on from it i think this is a good i can't afford therapy so i have a podcast that's literally what this is you know what i mean like yes i mean that's not literally what that this is it's a whole we had a whole idea but like it's 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 a lot of things (laughs) but like well i told my mom like I, i think i said this either on a podcast or in a phone call with you um moving forward does not mean sweeping it under the rug Moving exactly. forward means acknowledging it for what it is, being accountable for what your part and saying, I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm putting that aside and I'm putting that away because I love you and I want to change so that we can continue in a relationship. Exactly. Just acknowledge it. Right. Well, and I have even in certain points in my life, not even made my mom acknowledge what she's done. I've just been like, okay, let's just move forward. But she also wants to harp on the past, uh, everything wrong that anyone else has done except for her. Uh-huh. It's, and, an, it's a all different light where it's just like, I'm not, I'm, yeah, continue. I'm in, in, I'm interrupting you too much. Keep going. No, you're not. You're not. Like, this isn't about all about me or my mother, but it's just, it's just funny. I don't know. It's just interesting to me that she can't even see the reality of what's happening right now. Like, she's so far gone <laughs> that she can't even see that she's acting exactly how i described like how i've been yeah. just like there's gonna be more episodes mom sorry to hear so i mean i'm not even really i'm not sorry i keep i keep saying sorry i'm not there's mm-hmm. gonna be more episodes <laughs> these ones weren't even that bad i don't really think no they were the introductory episodes <laughs> right <laughs> we're dipping the toes in right and if she wants but i feel like all she wants to do is hurt me and that's how i felt my whole entire childhood. The only difference now is she has no control over me or mm-hmm. my life. She has mm-hmm. no power and she fucking hates. I know she hates that. 
but like of course i don't want my mom to feel bad of course i don't want to like i'm not my intention was not to hurt her i was just speaking my truth yeah and she has never been okay with that so can i read the drama that happened last night yes (laughs) since it's been posted on facebook via my brother (laughs) (laughs) um <clears throat> what happened was my family all got together for the 24th of July. My sister's in town from Montana. Um, she has not been in town for a very long time, probably mm-hmm. since probably seven years, honestly. No, hey, she did come to town briefly when Halo was born, but that was like a day or two. She's not, she hasn't gone. left here for like seven years, though. She hasn't lived here for a hell of a long time. 10, maybe 15 years. Yeah. Um, but she came down. Um, she. My, your favorite. My favorite. This is ADHD, hard. No, no, no. My favorite ADHD quirk of yours is how you get really caught up on the exact. Yes. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how long. She, the point is, she hasn't been here forever. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for putting me on track. The par- the problem is, is that since I've been dissociated, it's easy to slip back in. So I'm telling the story and I'm like, where am I in the story? I don't even know. I don't even fucking know. You're nowhere because you made the right choice and didn't go fucking home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what happened was my mom, my mom's house got toilet papered for the first time that she's lived there. She assumes that it was the family that's been in town. And I don't know whose story is true, but she called me, got me involved. I was like, okay, don't get me involved. Then she went to dinner. Then my brother out of getting toilet papered. Like, well, she, well, because like we all like I toilet papered random houses all the time. It's probably random. It might be random. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Okay, so there's drama. I will tell you, I've been I've been toilet papering with my aunt before. Okay. As an adult. I can't even... Like, I've toilet papered this year. I can't even count how many times I've toilet papered in my life. Like, oh, you toilet papered my mom's house. <laughs> it was me. Like, it was. Anyway, so she went to family dinner. Then my aunt, my cousin, my brother, my sister all went to family dinner. There was an explosion. There was a big fight. People started cussing at each other, like yelling. My grandpa just stood up and said, if you're not going to be getting along, get out of the house. So everybody left. But my mom. Of course, your mom stayed. My mom would have done that, too. Yes. Like, I'm screaming Uh, the loudest, but I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Yes. So he writes this big old long post on Facebook that was just like pissed. Your dad or your brother? My brother. Or your grandpa or your brother. Sorry. Yeah, it's my brother. And he he just is like having a voice. I've been encouraging him to use his voice to stand up for himself to set boundaries. So this is one way he's doing it. I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with When I had Facebook, that's how I used it. I was like, these are people I know. They're all over the place. And I need to yeah. sound off and get people's like support or opinions or whatever. I was very honest and upfront. A lot of people aren't. And that's how social media should be used is to be like, yes. I'm upset I need someone to, he obviously needs some comfort or counsel or something. That's what it should be used for. People are like, look at my vacation. My brother's like, fuck my mom. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So he's really doing some good advertising for us is what he was really doing. (laughs) I love this whole thing. But the end says, my grandparents want the family to be together. 
They are driving their family away by defending the, quote, victim. It ticks me off that my grandfather loves his daughter more than his wife, treats his daughter with more respect than his wife. I want a relationship with my grandparents, but if my, quote, egg donor is going to keep taking advantage, I want no part because I don't want my children growing up seeing that and thinking it's okay. This will more than likely be going to piss people off. The boundary is here to stay. Good for him, man. Did he listen to our podcast? No. (laughs) Not all day. Uh, My grandpa's sister said, I carefully read your post. I'm so sorry you have chosen to slander your family, which is also my family. Just wait. Just wait. In a public forum. Nothing good will come from this. Your grandfather is my brother. You are hurting him. I am so sorry you have done this. I replied to that and I said, this isn't slander. This is dysfunction. We are tired of the dysfunction. It is painful for us to be blamed for hurting people when it is us who continue to be hurt. Fuck yeah. Then she was like, I know nothing about what goes on in your family. It's like, well, then shut the fuck up. Well, then (laughs) shut up. I just don't think anything good will come from making this public. I said, the reason we speak out about our experience is to give others strength to heal from theirs. We are not trying to hurt others. We are trying to speak out against dysfunction and put the boundaries in our lives that keep us keep the dysfunction out. My brother said, if you don't know what goes on in the family, then don't express an opinion of something you know nothing about. (laughs) My sister said, I made it public first, just saying. And I was like, ha ha, 21 hours too late, but it's fine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I mean, it's not a race. (laughs) No, I'm glad that you guys all had each other's back. Good. Yeah. That's what siblings should sent, fucking do. I sent them a personal message and I was like, listen, I know that because of this family fight, you guys are experiencing trauma responses. You're going in the fight or flight. You are in high alert. You are looking for any excuse to just they're get probably the fuck reverting out. back too. They're, yep. they're not and their like, they're not their actual maturity right now. They're reverting back. No, because their inner children are just fucking screaming and being mm-hmm. like, I'm not safe. I need to get out of here. So I just sent them a personal message and I was like, I'm really sorry you went through that. I'm really sorry that I'm not mentally well enough to load that burden for you. But just so you know, I'm very proud of you for putting boundaries up. And I'm very proud of you for just, I mean, trying. And then I told my brother, I told people on this post, when Peking Team's brother, choose yourself. Pick yourself every time. If you play mediator, you suffer. Right. There's more. There's a lot more. You know what, though? <laughs> but, like, I, I get the gist, but it's, like, you guys, good for your brother for posting how he filled. Like, I'm just so tired of people just keep, like, this is what's wrong with us all. We, we, we have a disease in this country. Maybe it's worldwide. Everyone's just supposed to, like, bottle it up and stuff. It's okay to talk about this stuff. It's okay to be pissed off when your family can't sit through fucking dinner. That's weird people and it's just like and it's like why do people force themselves to sit through this shit just because you guys all fucking plopped out of the same vagina or you know you Mm -hmm. have the same blood there's no need for any of that you guys don't no one needs to hang out anymore (laughs) you know like that's what i'm saying is like i told my grandpa he's like well i could have I mean, I'm trying. My grandpa is really trying. He's really trying to sort it out. He's a hell of a lot older than all of us, and he wasn't raised. His in emotional, this life. his yeah, his emotional IQ yes. will never be what yours is. Same with his, same with your mom, same with your yeah. aunt, same with his sister. It's very frustrating because it's like they're all older than us, but they're so childlike. 
Like in, in so many regards, yes, absolutely. And they were I, never. I felt the they same never way took with my advantages. Mom. Yeah, because they never took advantage of the. <laughs> Sorry, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> They just never took advantages of the right resources to engage that emotional maturity and give it strength. You know, they just they to be they to be fair, s- those resources stayed weren't in the available. religion that made them just say. I'm just going to have faith. It'll all work out. Like just shove it under the rug. And you're right. The stigma is dropped. We're totally going to be grateful in a, in a whole episode about it. But like mental health is so important right now. So my grandpa is trying is what I'm saying. And he said, maybe I should have not invited or said Amber and Shauna could come down. And I was like, you know what? I don't need a holiday excuse to come down and visit you. It's fine. I'll just change my plans. I wonder. What's the big deal with everybody <laughs> hanging out? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I don't get it. Like, it's like, why do we. Like, I have family members that I fucking love. And there's some that I'm just like, well, man, the only reason why I know you or talk to you is because we're related. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> if you were not like, I have cousins it's where I also wonder that, too. It's like, because, um there are rumors that some of my cousins are total bitches but with me they're amazing (laughs) (laughs) so it's like if we weren't related would you like me would i like you probably not probably not or they do like you and they are bitches and they still talk about you behind your back which my brother is learning is (laughs) the case with some family members it's like they're so nice to me to my face and they're so mean about you behind your back and i'm like they're mean about you behind your back bro his fucking the aunt who was like i'm sad that you made this public that's so gaslighty it's like shut up yes this isn't your facebook this is mine (laughs) you're bringing shame to your family wake the fuck up no you know who really is she is and if she didn't want to make it public she should she was scorning him publicly Mm -hmm. she's swatting him down it's like that's enough we're like we're not doing that that's generational bullshit good i'm not doing i'm glad you guys stood up Good for you guys. I'm really proud of you. We're the statesmen of the family now, like you say. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's this like, is our family. We're going to whip emotional maturity into you. Well, I'm just like, I'm not going to participate unless we start acting like fucking adults. I've had it. Period. Yeah. And like, my mind is seriously blown that my mom hasn't changed. She's almost gotten worse. Mm, people get in their holes. Well, I don't And if know. they're not challenged, they're not going to change. Yeah, and she's not. I mean, she works from home. She doesn't really leave the house. I feel bad for her a lot. But it's like, I can't help her if she acts like this. Like, I just can't. She's going to have to take the first step and, like, seek some actual help and not try to, and not only think of herself. She's such a fucking narcissist. That's all she thinks about is herself. There was a lot that we said in in those six hours. And all she took away from it was how she feels. And it's like, I wasn't like, hey, go burn down my mom's house. (laughs) I was saying. (laughs) Go toilet paper in my mom's house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, hey, I've been through some shit and I'm coming around to it and I'm feeling better about myself. And sometimes I don't. And that was the message. Not that my mom's a monster, but she is. (laughs) But But that's not the message. That's not the message. But. I'm glad she un- has enough self-awareness to, to understand what she is. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Sometimes my mom is like, are you bringing this up to hurt me again? No, I'm not. I didn't even bring up anything. 
I think you're just sitting at home feeling guilty. <laughs> right. Well, it's funny too, because my sister was like, and we, we talk about this in another episode where we are all in tune with each other's energy. I can feel her energy going mm-hmm. crazy right now. Mm-hmm. I've felt, felt it all day long. <laughs> like I woke up 45 minutes before my alarm clock went off and my alarm clock was set for five o'clock in the morning. Which is insane. Like, and my, that's what time my mom like wakes up. Mm. I know she, her wheels are, sp- are spinning. Mm-hmm. I can fill her. I can just straight mm-hmm. up fill her. And my sister was like, did she only hit up alley? And I was like, as far as I know, but I'm sure she called my dad. My brother, Jake is kind of mad at me. He seems mad at me right now. <laughs> I could mm. just be projecting. But I said to my sister, I was like, all I heard was the alley thing, but I can fill her. And I'm like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And she goes, I do know what you mean. She's like, I uh-huh. wish, she goes, I wish, pe- I wish all, we all have that gift. I wish we'd use it for good and not evil. She said that. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, literally already have an episode recorded about that. And she's like, I can't wait for it. <laughs> like, it's so wild. Like, I don't know. But it's incredible. I, I feel so, I like, I don't want to make this a negative thing because I'm so proud of it. Like, I feel so good about it. I do too. And do I'm too. so grateful for everyone who's been like, <clears throat> even if, even if people are like, Hey, I started even saying, Hey, I started the first episode. Yes. Huge. <laughs> like I've gotten a yes. lot of those too. It's so cool. It's a cool feeling. So who would have thought the, it is nuts. All I have received. I haven't received any negative feedback. Well, I did kind of about well, the wait. point of salvation episode. Which was that Matt fine. then? Yeah, it was Matt. Can I say something on that? How he said I thought we were close. I never yeah. say anything negative about Matt, do I? I love Matt. No, and the only reason I've ever said anything negative about Matt is because we fight right now. Right. <laughs> we're fighting. Like, and when... we're going through a, a friendship growth phase where we're having to say some things that are not very kind and hopefully we move past it. Yeah, and whenever I feel you like talk we about, are. Whenever you talk about it and you tell me he does something that I find like unsatisfactory i'm never like fuck matt i'm always like oh that's too bad he was always so i've always loved him he's always been so kind yeah and the only reason why i talk about it is because it really hurts <laughs> right and so it's pa- not like i'm just like let's shit on this kid anyway well, let's no but like i, I just thought i thought his choice of words was funny where he was like i thought we bobby and i had a connection or something like that like i don't even understand how again how did he make that about him <laughs> how did he make like i haven't talked to him forever i and was for- like uh yeah bobby and you do have a connection we, we all do. Right. Like, we we're do. We're all buds from back when. Yeah. Well, it's we funny how, buds. like, Brooke hit you up to, like, because I, I want her on. She's cool. But, like, I want her on, too. We mentioned her in one episode already. Like, the people who are, like, it's the synchronicity is wild. So Yeah. we They don't even know that they've been talked about, but they're like, hey, I want to be on your episode. And I'm like, fucking great, because, like, let's schedule that. Yeah, like, let's do it. Um. But he said that like the Mormon stuff is not as satisfactory to him. And I totally get that. Like That's fine, current yeah. LDS people are not going to be really into it. Um, I did mention in there that it was like, Bobby really feels it's important. I really feel a little bit bad that I portrayed it like it was all on you because it really is both of us that are like, this is going to be bigger than just Richfield or just Utah right. where everybody fucking knows what Mormonism is. Well, he can come on and tell us more. Like, I don't give a fuck. I, no, but I like, really he, I agree with him. Mormons I, to talk about it. Yeah. I, I agree with him that that is a pointless episode because the plan of salvation is fucking pointless. Sorry. <laughs> 
Um, post I just got a text from my friend Brian. Post-Mormon content is my favorite topic of all. It's so niche, and I really get to enjoy it out here in Missouri. So, see, like, it's good. People are it's loving good. it. And we, yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about it. And, like, I do yeah. love Matt. And Matt, maybe Matt should come on down around and tell us more. I mean, he's going to have to put up with me, like... I whined through that whole episode. <laughs> one of my friends who's, well, even one at like Marcy, she's like, um, she's my sister's best friend. She's like, I love you like a little sister. This is great. You guys are great. She's like, even though I'm a Mormon and I'm like, bitch, I love you. What do you mean? Like, I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I don't like being Mormon. I don't really like what they stand for, but I'm not saying like, Hey, everyone who listens to this podcast, please stop being Mormon. Do whatever the fuck right. you want. Do what you want. I was Let me do what my... I want too, mom. <laughs> I was hanging out with my friend, my friends Jason and Kara from Indiana all day yesterday. Um, and Jason kept being like, I would really like to hang out with you, but I've got a podcast to listen to. And then he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it's so fucking metal that you've put like the slashing your throats if you reveal the secret. Oh, yeah, part. you sent that to me. And he was like, but it. You, you do that, and then right away you're like, we're not an anti-Mormon podcast. <laughs> and we're really not. We we're just not, wanted no, to like, be very metal with the song. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's also like we are telling the secrets, and that is part of it. You're, you're not supposed to reveal the secrets. Like, we're not lying. I, that's not a lie. Putting that... No. Sorry it sounded creepy, but that is one <laughs> of the rules. It's a badass song, Bobby. You did a really good job on it. My three hours after no sleep and working and being so pissed off. And you're like, we're cutting the campy song and we're doing this. And I was like, great. I knew you'd be a genius. I knew it. I'm seriously thinking about getting a Mac just so I can get Bandcamp because that was the first time I've really played with it. Usually my brother's in control. And um, I had fun. I thought it was fun. You were you were in the zone. You were in your element in that for sure. I made one song and it was the... From the Mormon Miracle Pageant, and then I was like, "Bobby should play with this." I still don't know what that is. It's just, well, Mormons will know. Well, and also, like, you know what's funny though too is it's like, okay, the plan itself. Uh, that's what Marcy was saying. She was like, "I'm gonna listen to this even though it's you, you know you're bragging on Mormons," and I'm like, "I mean, for sure, I, we rag on Mormons a little bit, but like, I want to like educate people." <laughs> Just, about our experience well uh, no about mormonism just so i, I can just be like oh you you want to learn more okay i have this podcast here it is like yeah. I, i'm tired of talking about it <laughs> can you tell us um the morning of how you text me that you were serving a secret celebrity oh yeah i waited on andrew garfield i i just i would him turns out i've never seen any of his shit <laughs> He wasn't the other Bolin girl, I guess. He was only credited. He wasn't acting. He didn't get any screen time. They cut his scenes. So I was like, oh, oh no. I, I was like, yeah, I've seen him in that. And I'm like, oh wait, he wasn't really in that. So <laughs> I haven't seen him. He he came in again today. He's I think he's gonna stay a while. Oh wow. But um, I need maybe the guy he's he... listening. <laughs> Hi. Um, no, I've made it. I've made it my responsibility to, be, to make friends with him because. All my food runners are gay boys, which I love, and uh -huh. they're all obsessed with him. Which apparently, Andrew Garfield's a big name or something. I don't know. I mean, like he's I knew who he fucking huge. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I knew who he I know who he is, but if my bartender wouldn't have been like, "You're about to wait on Andrew Garfield," I'm pretty fucking sure I wouldn't have even <gasps> I wouldn't even connected the dots. 
You'd have been like, okay. I'd have been like, oh, you're, right. you're cute, I guess. He's the uh, he's the Spider Man between Tobey Maguire and Tom I Holland. Know, I know that he's Spider Man, but Spider Man's okay. Spider Man and Superman are tied by with being my least favorite superheroes. I can't stand them. I'm, I'm just marveled out at this point, so I agree. I just don't care about superheroes, but I'm just trying to give context. Like, that's who that is. And you yeah. text me and you were like, so Andrew Garfield now knows about our podcast. Okay, so like, here's what happened. Uh-huh. He came in alone, and I was just like, I think, okay, first of all, I, like, took him a water and got him coffee, I think, or something. I don't even remember. I don't even remember what he got. Like, I don't care. And then everyone was tripping balls. And I was like, how weird would it be to meet someone? <laughs> and they know, like, like I didn't know he was English. I learned yesterday because someone pulled up his Wikipedia. I figured out how old he was. I learned his middle name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, I know nothing about you. Now let's get your social security number. <laughs> before, before I even took his breakfast order, I knew more about him than something you learn on the first date, I feel. You know what I mean? And I've... I've <laughs> I was like, what a weird existence to be a celebrity, right? <laughs> yes, no, so, I don't want it. <laughs> well, and everyone was tripping. And, like, people from other departments, like, that work in, like, room service and stuff, came in and were like, and I kept being like, you guys, leave him the fuck alone. Like, don't stare at him. Just leave him alone. Because it is exciting. Like, it's exciting that we get, like, so many celebrities and stuff. But, yeah. um, and he was super sweet, but I just kind of left him alone. And then someone joined him, and I kind of knew the guy he was with. Mm. Um, and I was like, do I know you? And he's like, um, I'm like, are you from here? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, are you taking this young man to the like activities today? The festivities. <laughs> and he are was you like, a chauffeur? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm taking him around. And, um, I was like, I'm launching an ant, like a, an ex Mormon podcast today. And he, and this, it was a gay boy. He's like, Oh my God, that's so bold of you. He's like, what is it called? And I was like, this is the place. He's like, that's really clever. And Andrew Garfield was like, I don't get it. And he's like, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> and then um, me and the other guy just started shooting the shit, figuring out how we knew each other, uh-huh. um, which we hung out once or twice, like a decade ago. So, um, oh, okay. So Andrew Garfield knows about our podcast. He was like, cool. they were both like, well, we'll check it out. It sounds interesting. And then he broke his uh, his glass mm-hmm. and cut the shit out of his hand. And then I told him he had to leave my restaurant. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, no, no, well, no. thanks no, no, for no. coming. <laughs> no, it was it was so cute. He was like, I don't know what happened, but like my glass slipped and I tried to catch it, and his hand was all cut up and stuff. And I was like, <gasps> Oh my god! I was like, Oh my god! Well, at first I was like, You need to leave. And then I was like, Are you okay though? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I just need to go wash my hands. And I'm like, I'd be super embarrassed if I was you. <laughs> and he like oh. laughed and stuff. He was a good sport. He was a really good sport. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, okay. He, well, apparently he's exciting. filming. <laughs> apparently he's filming something for FX, and I love F- FX. And he was very sweet, so I will check it out. Cool. Great. <laughs> but yes, he does know that we have a podcast, and I'm more excited that the gays in Salt Lake City know about it than Andrew Garfield. To be honest. <laughs> The gays in Salt Lake City are very powerful. They're, yeah, um, they're so powerful. And that he was like, I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, how do I know you? Because like when Andrew got up to like dress his wounds, um, <laughs> I was like, I feel like I know you. I'm like, are you? I'm like, you're like from around here, right? He's like, and I'm like, what do you do? And he's like, I'm like the he's like the head of the LGBTQ foundation here. 
And I was like, oh, so like I used to live with the person who owns the building and like pretty much pays for everything. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of talked about that. And then I was like, do you know, like Serena Garcia, which is my buddy. uh, Well, we're not friends anymore, but his name was Roberto. um, But his drag name was Serena. And he's like, yeah, I haven't seen Serena forever. I'm like, I haven't seen her forever either. I'm like, but I think that's how I know you. And he's like, I think I know you a little bit too. And I'm like, obviously he's, I'm like, obviously he's a celebrity. I'm like, but how do I know you? (laughs) Yes. Obviously that guy was not in the other Boleyn girl. But um, apparently he's spidey. (laughs) <laughs> did you know that he's 37 by the way did you know that did you know that who andrew garfield yeah i thought he was like 24 no i thought he was at least like 30 only like 28 know, maybe his 30s. no he um, looks 37 of- in real life i mean he's cute he's like totally he looks his age like when yeah. if someone was like that's a 37 year old man to me i'd be like oh okay but in real life i thought until up into this moment i thought he was like 28 because i was like oh he's oh. uh after my time no, <laughs> well, because uh, Tobey Maguire was our Spider-Man, so you. I didn't watch like it. I hated it. Listen, don't at me about Tobey Maguire. I don't like him either. I wanted to talk to you about the gays in my life Let's for talk just about a second. Them. The Namely, gays deserve our respects. Hey, JD Bork, what's up? He texted me and he was like, "I'm fucking loving all of the Richfield Goss." <laughs> love that i think so many people like oh my god i can't even name everybody but everybody was like the richfield goss and so many people commented to me about how your crush on mr goobler made them laugh so fucking hard. good 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 (laughs) senior goobler forever Also, I can talk. I about do cook- not want to publish this picture that I put. I, I pasted of you two together because I feel like it would get to him, and then I don't. I know think how he, that I honestly be. think he would laugh his ass off. He and I were bros <laughs> when I was in eighth grade. Um, plus, he heard my sister lusting after him. Like he caught her talking about how cute she thought he was. <laughs> so, like, he's used to us Alvy girls wanting that flat ass. He knows about it. <laughs> Speaking of the opposite of flat ass, I could talk about Mr. Morrison's butt for like a half hour. <laughs> Who the hell is Mr. Morrison? Okay, Coach Morrison, he taught earth systems and like coached wrestling. Oh, no. The he was beautiful. Ba- he had- the softball coach? I don't I think he was know. The girl I didn't coach. do sports. <gasps> I think I know who you're talking about because I tried out for softball because he was cute. And he, and he has a booty. I was in his... I was in a Spanish class in like no 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 that's his best no 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 that's not him that's his best friend the guy that he hangs out with all the time is Coach Morrison and I would I would Coach Morrison I bet he's hung I bet he's hung like a coke can oh my god no because you're thinking of the guy that taught Spanish which is his best friend and they look a lot alike (laughs) I don't know what his name is though someone add us on that one oh more you know what. I'm just going to cut out all of the thing. Morrison. I'm just... Coach Morrison. I swear... No, you're thinking of... Do you want me to go get my... I'm going to go get my yearbook. Hold on. Yeah, go grab it. Okay. Okay. Seriously, don't make fun of me when I come back all breathless, okay? (laughs) Okay. I have all four years. 
I'm kind of scared Mr. Benjamin's going to yell at us too. I feel like I feel like he's going to call me up and yell at me. <laughs> uh, just block his number. No, I mean I'll I'll hear him out. I don't I, I he probably I don't think we can I don't know. We didn't say anything. We just said we understand why there's boundaries in people's lives. Well, we just said it was speculation too, but maybe it's because I'm expecting my mother's reaction, you know what I uh-huh. mean? Cuz that's something she would probably do. That's slander. Slander. It's not slander. No, I just, yeah, speculation. But my sister was like, I'm scared of what mom's going to do to you. And I'm like, I don't care anymore. And she's like, I wish I could get at that point. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. I still have nightmares sometimes that I live with her and I'm trying to leave or that like uh-huh. she's still in my life and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, but no, I'm past that. And that's what brought up therapy. She's like, I need to learn how to get past that. And I'm like, get a therapist. Therapy is so good for everyone. Everyone should try to do therapy if they can afford it. I will be able to. In 60 days if I don't quit my job. <laughs> okay, I've arrived at Corey Morrison. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. It's Mark Peterson. That's his I was going to... I buddy. feel like I was going to say Peterson. No, I think I was going to say Robertson, but that's not right. Yeah. But they look a lot alike, but it's Coach Morrison. Oh. Whose arms I could die in tonight. Oh. <laughs> Every week you have a new weird crush. <laughs> On a, on a teacher. <laughs> I'm very happy to learn about it. I didn't pass um, Earth Systems freshman year because I had to move because my mom was choking me out and I'm not making any of that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's this weird poetic justice because I didn't, tr- this, I didn't, we did not make this podcast to make, to give my mom shame, but I can tell she's losing her shit over it. It's like, mom, it just it's, it is what it is. Try to learn, try to do better. But anyway. I didn't pass science because I had to move halfway through <laughs> freshman year. So I was in freshman Earth Systems sophomore year, and I sat in the back of Were the class, obviously. Were you in freshman obviously. Earth so- Systems freshman year in the second building? Yeah. I think we had the same class that year. And he came, He that's the, that was the class that he came, he transferred back into. Remember that? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How we talk I about forget? we talk about him too much. That's a thing. We need to stop doing that. People um. <laughs> have been like, "Oh my god, who is the person who wrote you? A, who read your love letter?" <laughs> you don't need to know that. You just don't need to know that. Learn, just figure it out. Learn people's class schedule like I did. Never forget yes. it. Yes. Be behind the <laughs> scenes when we write each other post-it notes. <laughs> um. What was I saying though? ADHD. I also took sleeping pills, so this is gonna be a weird oh, are we going episode. To, are we going to bed now? <laughs> no, we're not going to bed now. I just have to get up at four o'clock, and then we're gonna go to fucking work because I'm on an eight-day stretch, and I wake up. My life's different now. Yes, <laughs> you are very responsible. We can't stay up till midnight. No. Anything um, else you want to talk about? Any other feedback you got? No, I love that people like my crush on Senior Gublar because let me tell you. He is an attractive man. I, someone had to say they had the same crush. I, I mean, who was someone you had a crush on in school? You had to have a crush on someone. I had a crush on Mr. Nelson, the shop teacher, in eighth grade. <laughs> like, I liked him because he put on the Price he liked is Right. The Doobie, no, he liked the Doobie Brothers, dude. No, I love that about him. He put on the Price him. is Right in <laughs> class, and I was like, thank you. This is comforting to me. I loved his class. I like, and it would get really dark in there. Like he made sure it got really dark whenever we'd watch a movie. I love that for some reason. He'd let us like he's sleep. Like, he probably has sensory overload issues, and he's like, you know what we need? A little Bob Barker, 
And a I figured darkness. I learned that he died the same day that I learned Kinsey Patterson died because they're buried like <gasps> 10 feet away from each other. Oh, no. Yeah, I saw his kid's name on the one side and I was like, please don't be Mr. Nelson. And it was. Oh, sad. Because my brother had a huge crush on his daughter in like elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> There's some more Richfield goss. Um, what else do I have to I say? I, I'm looking through all these pictures thinking I don't have, I don't have crushes on teachers. I remember I had such a huge crush on Jesse Higdon in eighth grade that I tried to, I thought, I didn't try. I thought very seriously about asking Mrs. Matthews, the art teacher, to do a chalk drawing of him and give it to me. <laughs> Here's your gossip you wanted, JD. <laughs> You want some more, JD? Are you grossed out yet? <laughs> Have you thrown up yet? <laughs> Bobby, you are so interesting. <laughs> These thoughts I have. I got a lot going on in my brain. But yeah, Mr. Morrison's butt. Well, do you want to say anything? I feel really good. And I also like the people who don't aren't from Richfield who like it. The people are like, I don't yeah. know any of these people, but you guys are fun. That's that's nice of people. Yeah. It's been good. I'm, I imagine we're going to get negative feedback at some point, but today is not that day. And honestly, can we blame them? It's not everybody's cup of tea. You know, somebody <laughs> no. said Daniel T. Barton. He sat by me in seminary my freshman year. He was a senior. Uh-huh. He said... I have one thing to reject that you said Mr. Benjamin is not a Republican and the only bigger Democrat was Mr. Player. Hope you have fun with your podcast. <laughs> I so said, wait, a senior was listening. Uh, someone who was a senior when we were a freshman was listening to this podcast. Yeah, we're buddies. That's wild. We have I'd, not I'd, agreed recently with the political debates, but we're buddies. We go way did, back. Did we say that? Uh, I think we just said that Mr. Benjamin was conservative, not Republican. There's a difference. Okay. I was meaning, just like, meaning that he's like religious and doesn't drink and he, you know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I said, I thought I said that he was so liberal, but I also thought he was like very conservative. No, we said we were, he was liberal at school, but conservative at home. And that's I feel right. like that's, yeah. I feel like that's pretty accurate for most like Tanner, People. like Teachers. Tanner Thompson. No, like even like Tanner Thompson, he's running for city council today or the, right now. And like, I feel like he's conservative, right? Like, I feel like he has pretty liberal views, but he's conservative, right? I think so many people are just middle of the road that it's not very fair to say that they're like one side or the other, but you're yeah, but right. Like, I feel like that that's the feeling they give off. Right. But if, if part is, if part of your identif- identity is religion, then you have to be conservative, right? Like if such a huge part of your identity is religion, which I'm not even saying it's a bad thing, but I knew, I knew that M- Mr. Benjamin was like a, he's like a devout Mormon. Right. Or did I just assume yeah. that? Oh, and I, I know that so. t- I, I know Tanner is too. So like you can't be a Mormon and not be conservative. Right. I mean, of course you can no. be like, you can be like civil rights and stuff for all, but like really, if you're like a good Mormon, can you be liberal? Cause they're anti-gay. Know, they were anti-black so until the late seventies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm being, I'm literally being serious right now. Can I know so be- many. I know so many liberal Mormons. But I feel well, like that those are the progressive Mormons that stay quiet. And so, like, the typical... Are you there? Did you yeah, hang up yeah, on me? Yeah, no, I didn't hang up on you. I just <laughs> wanted to quit interrupting you. 
<laughs> You're just gone. All of a sudden, I was like, okay. <laughs> I thought I'd let you talk instead of interrupting. <laughs> We're the worst. I think the thing is, is that we haven't talked to each other in so long. And when it was, we did talk to each other. It was about the song and nothing uh-huh. else. And I was t- I've been so tired lately because I've been back to work. Yeah. My, my point of the whole thing was he gave me some advice. He said, nothing is for everyone. And I'm like, you're right. Like, I have to re- keep reminding myself of that. Like, if we get people that just don't like the podcast, nothing's for everyone. Oh, yeah. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not planning on, like, no. What I'm saying is I'm surprised about the people who have listened to it because I didn't ever expect them to. Like, I'm, hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've heard probably from more Mormons than non-Mormons. And they're like, I like, I like, like it. And, like, I like what Matt said, even though he thought the plan of salvation was whatever. I wasn't. Yeah. I don't, you know, like, I think he's defensive about it. But I also feel like he got defensive about our his and my relationship, which I don't really get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't get that at all. Oh, so. yeah, because he says, I never knew that connection was just on my end. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't... And I was like, I don't ever I, recall anything. Like, just because I didn't tell you that I was getting beat up at home doesn't mean he didn't mean I didn't have a connection, like... I didn't know. I thought he was too. He may have been. You know what I mean? Like, I love Matt. Even yeah. Even the things I've heard that he is like right now, and how we're like very polar opposites. I still love him. <laughs> like yeah. you don't. You don't have to be the same as me to for me to love you. I've always loved him, and I don't need to tell <laughs> yes. you every detail about my life for you to love me or for me to love you. Like, I don't. So like, I didn't really get that comment. It felt. It felt a little what we've been talking about, like a little gaslighty, a little like Mormony, like it just, it just hurts my heart that like he made it about him somehow. So we'd feel bad for him, which I don't really understand. Like I'd love him and I've never ever said anything bad about him except for maybe right now. Maybe I'm saying something bad. Like this is the worst I've ever said about him on this podcast. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. I wonder what it is about the, tr- I wonder what it is about the trigger. What triggered the thought that, because, okay. So I have rejection sensitivity dysphoria and a lot of the times people are saying something that I think is about like a bad thing about me like my friend Jason he made a joke that he was like I can't hang out with you right now because I've got a funnier girl on the podcast and what I thought he said was Bobby's funnier than you oh really I was like (laughs) I was like thought about that for a minute and I was like okay well you know what that's honest feedback and that's fair like Bobby has dealt with her trauma by comedy the whole time and I've just kind of stuffed it in and so that's fair that she's funnier than me okay I agree with that and then he was like later I was like I think it's funny how um honest you are when you are under the influence of specific substances because you just told me I wasn't funny but then I had to be like okay you're right and he was like what are you talking about I didn't say that so Maybe there's this rejection sensitivity dysphoria that happens in each of us because maybe we're all neurodivergent that um, they they hold on to something, a little nugget that they're like, oh, that didn't feel right. And that was about me. So maybe she doesn't like me. And I thought we were cool. Well, that's good because I think a lot of us, like you said, we all have this. We have an issue like this. So I'm glad people can hear <laughs> like that I had like nothing but love for pretty much everyone in Richfield. And I still do like it. There's nothing like, I don't know how, how people perceive me. 
But mm-hmm. I also don't really remember talking about him in any of the episodes. So I'm like, how did his and my relationship even get brought up? Because he hasn't reached out to me. He, like, watched my story the other day. I saw that he watched one of my stories. Maybe he follows me. I don't know. But I only follow, uh-huh. like, art and music and shit like that <clears throat> for myself, for my sanity <laughs> and a few uh-huh. friends. Yeah. So it's just, like, I don't really know. But I also don't like that mentality where it's, like, we don't I, – I don't know for sure that she likes me, so she must hate me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have I have had a few of those friendships where I had to been, like – you just should know that I love you unless I tell you I have a problem with you or unless like, I don't know, like if I'm not talking to you for a specific reason, it's because I'm working through it, man. Like, well, and that's the thing too, is it's like he and I are very different. Like I've always loved him. We've like, we would hang out in church and stuff and I'd always say hi to him at school. And like, we'd sit, I think we sat together in a couple classes. I don't know. Like I've never thought negatively of him, Mm -hmm. but I also think it's strange that a lot of people feel that if you love someone once, you have to love them forever. And I think that's a weird expectation. Yeah, <clears throat> that's also true. Because when I just I think, think like, ever since we started doing this, like from the first day we recorded that episode that's long gone, I've had a change of heart towards a lot of people that I thought like maybe didn't like me or whatever. I stopped making it personal about me. I stopped, started being like, you know what? They're just, they were just going through shit. I was going through shit. Maybe we didn't jive, but that doesn't mean that I'm like, ooh, I don't like that kid. Unless I specifically hate you, which I think I did say I hate somebody in this this last (laughs) series that dropped, and I'm like a little nervous about people finding out. Well, whatever. I mean you're not here's here's what i love too is if like if people aside from my mom if someone does have an issue with something i said and they can talk to me about it i might not respond but if i do respond i won't be like a dick you know what i mean yeah we say the exact same thing in the couple of episodes that are coming up like i've listened to them through and i'm like yep there it is (laughs) that like what we work it's cool if you don't if you have a if you have a problem with me just talk to me and if not then whatever yeah, but I I guess I just was a little baffled by what even made him type that sentence out, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just don't get it. <laughs> because yeah. I think about, like, when I think about him, I think about him at, like, 11 years old at church, in his church um, outfit. And we would giggle about the dumbest stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, we would always be giggling. I just remember just, like, cracking up with him. And so for me, like, that's my memory I have of him. And then you can tell me whatever you want about him. I'm not going to change my... It doesn't change the memory. It doesn't change the memory of me just, like, loving to spend time with him when I was a kid. Because I did. But, like, yeah, we've gone on different paths. I don't know if we could be friends now. We definitely... Neither one of us have tried to... Keep in touch. So the fact that it's he kind of seems like to be putting the blame on me, even though there's really nothing to be blamed about... I just I don't I don't get the I don't get his point of view on that I guess I would mm-hmm. like him to explain it further I guess yeah I don't know sure. <clears throat> but I'm excited we're doing this I don't care I'm like <laughs> I'm so pumped like honest to God like if nobody was listening to this right now I'm very proud of us the first 24 hours were very rough like I felt very nervous about the reception I felt very exposed I think that's the whole nerve I was just like felt very exposed but i feel so relieved and proud of us 
We fucking did it. We finished a project on time. We released it to the world. We're getting graded on it right now. We like haven't done that since senior Googlers class. <laughs> it's been it's been such a good La experience boca. starting this with you. No, it really. I'm just, I'm just grateful. No, it has been great, and I would act. I honestly don't. I haven't felt because, like, when I do art, it's everything leading up to the release point that sucks ass for me. Because mm-hmm. I've gone through the, the process of being like, I want to make this as good as I can. I fucked up here. I know, I, can, I know this is a bad part. I know this is a strong part. Like, because you, when you're painting something or whatever, you experience this. So it's the lead up to, to be like, mm-hmm. okay, this is done enough that I'm going to give it. Um, that is the most nerve wracking to me. Mm-hmm. So I've been good since we released it. Like, I'm just glad that like the theme song's done. We have content were amped about it people seemed cool about it like mm-hmm. i think you, like i was expecting to get like three people over the next week being like hey i listened to one of your episodes that was cool that's all yeah. i was really expecting and then for it to kind of pick up traction along the way yeah so the fact that i've even heard for from like a lot of people i've heard from from more people than i i'm, I'm overwhelmed and i i really appreciate the support it makes you want to do more and i knew this was going to be an interesting topic because it always is yeah and sorry that you had to listen to the plan of salvation matt (laughs) (laughs) i didn't want to be there either (laughs) (laughs) you guys were sitting in class being like what is the point of this lesson (laughs) no i'm talking about our podcast no i'm talking about how it's similar to your memory (laughs) uh i always feel like he was super good to listen and stuff but he, we were always in the same ward, so because um, I we I moved it to the same ward when I was five. Yeah. Um. So like we went we went to like like Scouts and Achievement Day girls were always at the same time. Oh, cute! And You've so, been buds. Yeah, we've been like buddy and like young men, young women's. You know, like we've always and just like Sunday school, we've just always been church buddies. And Lisa too. Like I feel like Lisa was part of that crew. So. Hmm. I don't have any, I don't have any bad feelings about him. I know you guys are going through something right now. I might want to punch him right now if I knew him. <laughs> so maybe we shouldn't go out to lunch or anything, but no, but Lisa's <laughs> invited him over. So it will happen. Oh yeah. I saw that, but she underestimates my power of staying in my room with the door closed. I'll be like, well, have fun. <laughs> well, guess I'm getting door dashed to my window. <laughs> Also, I don't have to eat for three days. Thanks, <laughs> Mom. I know how to do that. Jesus, Bobby. No, I mean, she wants to play play stupid games, win stupid prizes, Carolyn. I'm sick of your bullshit. <laughs> like, I, loved, I loved the whole telling her off. Like looking Instagram right story. into the camera. It was, I was like, holy shit. I just, I just kind of, I just, who treats their kids like that? Who does that? Um. She tries yeah. she tries to get me to so I have no one. It's mm-hmm. like what your aunt did to your fucking brother. Yeah. Don't do yeah, that. M- my aunt uh, works really hard to bring enemies. Well, it's might not even be my aunt, it might be just be my cousin, but it's like if you're not for her, you're against her and I'm like I'm just not against anybody. I'm not <laughs> picking sides between you and my mom. I'm just on my side. I'm just on my side. Just fight over there i'm really not even into sides i'm just trying to fucking live my life and be cool and work hard and 
be kind which is one of the yeah. frustrating things about my mom is she's the one who taught me how to be kind and she does it she for she's yes. forgotten she forgot how to be that way or my maybe mom, she never knew maybe she was just more of a do as i say not as i do yeah i think which i told is, you this i credit my mom a lot for teaching me to be mm-hmm. nice to the underdog yep. and yep. be kind be kind and like i remember my mom bagging up food and giving it to a homeless person at flying J like making sandwiches and being like, here you go. Sometimes I felt like it was like, she was trying to like hook up (laughs) or something (laughs) because she was flirting with this dirty guy. (laughs) Well, because she, she always had that kind of weird energy and maybe that's, I don't know what, I don't know that, but like my mom did stuff like that. Like I'm not, my mom taught me to love everyone. My mom taught me to not be a bigot, but like things have changed. Like, but she didn't extend the same courtesy to some people in her family. No, I'm just saying like she doesn't she 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 taught me how to be these things, but she's not I don't feel like she is these things. And I don't yeah. know if it's because she's insecure or what I it wonder is. if it's something in the generation because I have a lash client whose mom is so giving, so nice, so thoughtful, so dedicated to like spending all her energy to serving others mm-hmm. but talks shit on her children all the time and like just hates her kids well i've and always like i've always said my dad's a really he's really good at being a dad to other people's kids yeah but <laughs> he's like not good at being a dad to us and he knows that like he's been up he's been telling me he should have never been a dad for years but it's like she didn't put up with us being racist or gay like we we just never were there was no gay bashing in my house there was no racism there was no mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. trying to i mean there there definitely was like i don't know I, it's just it's just weird i just like i feel like obviously she instilled some good in me because i feel like i do good and i feel like i learned that at home yeah or like in my family you know, like, or in the culture or whatever. It's, I don't know where I got it, but I feel like I got a lot of kindness and stuff from her, but it's just gone away. It's not in her anymore. Yeah. And I don't, again, I don't know. I don't know her anymore. What? When we, when we, you're singing my song. When we started this, we thought we'd have not a whole lot in common, but I think the whole point of this whole podcast now is like, we just were living the same goddamn life. Yeah, and it, I think that's been comforting in a way because, we, like, we've, we talk about this every once in a while, how, like, if only we would have known, yeah. you know? <laughs> I don't, but do you think it would have made it better or worse? I don't know. I feel like if everybody was just honest about what we were going through before, then we could have just been there for each other when we were at school instead of just being like, I don't know. I don't know how it would have changed. I will say I that I. How it would have been different. I will say that I feel I had my f- group of friends that I knew were poor and their home life wasn't great. I mm-hmm. did have that like group of friends where I could just kind of <coughs> let my guard down and just be myself. And we all like I could let them come over because they like lived in the shitty apartments or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I. Mm-hmm. So I did have friends like that, and then I had friends that like I c- totally kept it secret. Which I think is interesting. Maybe that's just like a classism thing from society or whatever. But I, think I, just, I did the same thing too. Because I felt like there were certain people. But I also didn't want to normalize 
my situation i felt no you know yeah. what i mean so maybe it's probably a good thing we didn't know because i feel like mm-hmm. if I, there were too many people that i knew that were going through it they acted like because there were some people kids we went to school with that you could just tell <laughs> were going through it you know what i mean yeah um and i never got that vibe from you and you obviously never got it from me nope <clears throat> um i thought everybody else was just like living their life i think um if i visited you and i went to your house and it was like nice i was like oh no i think like the yard was always nice and the front room and then like (laughs) my brothers had instruments and my grandpa makes sure we always have a car that's his thing so i think people probably just made assumptions yeah also i think in high school i was very um aware of my hormones and so me just trying to stifle that down and make (laughs) actual connections with people instead of being like i think i'm probably in love with you (laughs) adam chapel used to make fun of me all the time being like i'm in love with every boy and i'm like yeah no i feel like it's a problem (laughs) i had that problem until maybe i was 28 29 and then it it was still kind of a problem until even this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you because like um, my buddy, Andy, who's this great musician and he's older than me. And he's very like, he's like the town celebrity. I'm sure I've told the story before where he just is super kind. He doesn't need to be kind. Cause he's like a celebrity and like, <laughs> um, he like buys my art. And like, if I ever make banana bread, I give it, I always take him some and he's, he records a lot of bands in town. Mm. But I thought I was in love with him for like two years because I didn't understand the different kind of the different kinds of love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think that if I'm like super into a guy with a, a guy, like just because he's like fun to be around and he's my friend, I must be in love with him. Mm-hmm. And I was so grateful. <laughs> I think about this all the time. I'm like, I'm so grateful I didn't tell Andy I was in love with him because <laughs> it would have ruined our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is. I do. I love him so much. He's such a good guy. He's and and like, I mentioned his celebrity. Not that's not why I'm friends with him. It just blows me away that he gives me time because he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He and that he's kind because he doesn't need to be. I guess. So I love when people do that, <laughs> um, and I just feel really grateful that he takes time to like talk me through stuff. Like he's like a true friend, and yeah. I just never thought that. But, like, even, like, my old boss, like, I get, like, I think I get just bored, too. <laughs> so I always have to develop a crush, Senior Gublar. <laughs> well, let's spice this up with fantasies. <laughs> Dude, I had a small crush on Mr. Markwitzen, too. Oh, my God. I know. It got worse in high school. He was my driver's oh ed my teacher. God. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, like, he's, like, four feet tall. <laughs> I hated him sixth grade. I hated him. <laughs> okay, I have a confession. Okay. He was on my paper squat paper route. Uh-huh. Um if I passed your house on my paper route, I had a crush on you and I imagined that you also had a secret crush on me too. And you were just imagining it's it's just an overactive imagination, that's what we it have, does. right? It really is. It's like <laughs> Because when it comes down to it, obviously I'm not getting with anyone. I've been single my whole life. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like if I could, if I could fall in love with anyone, I would be with anyone, right? <laughs> like I'm not getting, I'm not getting rejected by everybody, just like seventy four percent. 
And the guys that were in love with me, I'd be like, go away. I'm like, what's this guy's problem? People were like, this freshman was like, hey, if you're still single in a couple of years, man, hit me up. I was like, yeah, bro, in your dreams. (laughs) But then when that time came, I was like, I think it was like, hey, if you're still single by the time you're like 30, hit me up. And I was like okay bro oh i had a if we're not then married I was like, by 30 packed with one of my friends and he got married like one... right after his mission so i was like thank god <laughs> you want to hear my story yeah is it with matt yep uh, <laughs> my we my my how the turntables <laughs> we were at jr's house and jr nelson i want him on or j jr nelson right yeah well I... his name his name's jay now I feel like I need him on this podcast if he's listening. He's never liked me, and he graded my paper hard once. Remember student grading in senior Goopalars class? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he graded me hard, and I've always been like, I don't like him. But he has an interesting leaving the church story I've heard, and I'd like to hear it from him. He does, and I would really like to as well, because I feel like we have a beef we need to address that I didn't know that I did, and I would like to be accountable for it. Anyway, uh, they just made me close my eyes and pick a date on this like desk calendar, like anywhere on the paper, anywhere. They're like anywhere on the paper, anywhere on the paper, put your finger. And so I was like, okay, here it landed on May 16th. Mm. And then he was like, okay, May 16th, 2011. If you're not married by then, then we are going to get married. And I was like, that's five years after high school. That's so funny. Cause yeah. we're like, we'll be old like, maids by then. I was like, bet bro. But you know, I was, you didn't say 2006, yeah. didn't say bet. And then, um, cause I was like, I'm going to college right now. I'm going to get married so fast. Every what time we, I what went, what did we say in 2000? Was it cool? We, we, we just say cool. Sweet. sweet, sweet, bro. Sweet, bro. Cool beans. Cool. I'll do uh, it. Bitching. I've always been saying bitching. <laughs> Anyway, I was I was pretty damn sure that I'd be married by them. Then I was not. <laughs> was he? And uh, March 2011, I came home from my mission. April 2011, he came home from his mission. We hung out all the time, but there was another girl that was like trying to like be married to him. Anyway, I showed up. I I did. May she 16th, succeed? May 16th came up, and I was like. It's May 16th, 2011. Oh my God. Today's my wedding day. Didn't say God. I ran (laughs) around town. I went to DI. I went to my mom's house. I was like, mom, I need a wedding dress right now. Any wedding dress. I need one right now. She's like, I don't have any. I was like, you've been fucking married six times. You don't have any fucking wedding dresses in your whole house. I need one today. It's my wedding day. God. My grandma lent me. My grandma let me her veil and her crown. I pick up some dusty bouquet from my basement because I used to rob the graveyard, <laughs> the graveyard for my hair flowers. Okay, <laughs> we need to talk about that because I used to rob the graveyard too because I thought it was funny and uh, I got chewed out by one of my friends. He's like, "That's really inappropriate to take yes. flowers off of graves." I didn't okay. realize. So sorry, I guess. I didn't do it off the graves. I went to the truck that picked up every Memorial Day. They went through oh. and picked up all the flowers. And I went in the back of the truck and I just went shopping. <laughs> <laughs> so you can make a headband. Anyway, <laughs> I, yeah, I just stuck them in my hair. Um, I remember that, Phil. 
That was yeah. like a thing, yeah. It was my thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just run to his house and I show up at his house and his mom's like, hi. And I'm like, in this like, Sandy, really short. This is all I could find. A really short ivory colored dress. Uh-huh. And I was like, and I wore like the modest is hottest underneath it. And I was like, I need um, to speak to your son, please. And he, she was like, he's not here, but you can wait on the couch. So I'm awkwardly waiting <laughs> in this pretty inappropriate dress in my garments showing underneath and just waiting for my bra my my groom to arrive how bad was it did his mom like roast you because that's her she likes to fuck with people was she fucking with you the whole time no she's really nice to me i think she no i mean she's she's like funny like she's like it's like like she's got like a funny sense of humor it's like dry so she'll like tease you i think she doesn't like me because she was just very nice to my face um, <laughs> um. Whatever. We've been in the he, same ward forever. That's so she and I have a different relationship. I guess. <laughs> he walked in and I was like, "Hi," and he was like, "What are you doing here?" And what? And I was like, "Do you know what date is? It's our wedding date, dummy." He's like, "Uh, Wednesday." <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, do you know the date of today? Uh, yeah, May sixteenth. I was like, "Uh huh." Just stared at him. Uh huh. Uh huh. You like let it sink in, uh huh. And he like slowly comes this relationship. He's like May sixteenth, two thousand eleven. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then he laughs in my face, and I'm like, I'm serious. Aren't we getting married today? And he was like, Oh, that's funny that you remember that. Oh, that's so, so funny. So you would have gotten married that day, is what you're trying to say? Yeah, we were supposed to get married that day. You and Matt? Yes, that was the agreement. You're such a fucking psycho. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> and then I was like, so are we doing this or not? And he was like, oh, you're funny. And I was like, okay. And I went home. And cried like a little because you're like. No, I didn't. I was just like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and then a few years later, I was just like, you know, we had a little breakup. He was like, I just want to let you know that. I'm not going to date you because I don't think we should get married. And I was like, I'm not asking to marry you for real. I'm asking if you should like, we should like date for real. And he was like, no, it's not going to happen. And I was like, he okay, turned fine. He you down? Seriously? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, fine. Just so you know, every single boyfriend that I've had has told me that they can't move forward and our relationship because you exist in my relation in my life like you are a threat to them because I, we're so close every boyfriend has said you're gonna marry that guy like i don't know why we're messing around because you're like gonna marry that guy and i was like okay but we weren't we're not but okay interesting <clears throat> that's i did not know that yeah so i told him um i'm kind of breaking up with you as my best friend i'm now accepting applications for new best friend and um then a couple years later, I was like, God damn it, maybe I should like settle and like just see if Matt wants to try again. And uh, that week, I swiped right on Spencer and it didn't have to. Spence! I didn't have to Mary Matt settle Matt. anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's not even necessarily settling. I no, but you know, the thing yeah, is, he just, he just wasn't, there's nothing wasn't, wrong yeah, with. You guys aren't compatible. He told the, you. There's nothing wrong with Matt. It's just like there's no. There's no actual chemistry between us. We're just really best good friends, friends that yeah. like to just, I mean, we're on the same level on so many things. 
I think about that with me and Micaiah because he's my best friend. We go like he when COVID's over officially, we he has like a standing every week we go out to dinner. Like we talk about everything. And sometimes I think like maybe Micaiah and I should get together, but it's just like it's not like that. Like no. it's not it's a very important relationship and I sh- I'm sure that if when and if I ever start dating people will the guy will be suspicious of Micaiah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're so close. But I know what you mean where it's like it's not necessarily like I would uh, it looks good on paper, right? That's what it is. Yeah. But it's And the thing is is like there. it's 2021. We don't need to be defining relationships by whether or not we're getting married or having sex. Yeah, but when we like were we can have intense, complicated, deep connections with people that aren't a threat to our marriages. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But we were you were young, and we were also raised in Utah, where at twenty three, like I wasn't even Mormon, but I was panicking. I was like, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be alone forever, and it's here ten years I'm later. A well, it's here ten years later, and I'm like. If I'm not alone forever, I'll probably be weirded out. <laughs> like, I, I'm cool with it. Like, it doesn't bother yeah. me at all. But so I just, yeah, I just want to thank everybody. Like, it's been so cool just having everybody be, like, stoked on it. I didn't. Yes. Yes. So, like, thanks everyone who's listening <sighs> to it. Fucking thank you so much, guys. So everybody. Cool. And thanks also, for your like, support. thanks to my mom for giving me so much extra content the past 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Like, I haven't even talked to the woman, but I'm like, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) You're always just like, I'm going to turn that on its head. (laughs) Um, No, but it's funny. And like, I've been thinking about us sitting in court years down the road. (laughs) Her trying to sue us for a podcast. Because Yeah. Like, because I looked up, I actually looked up the, like the legalities today. Oh, and um, there's not it. It looks like people who are from like not your family have more of a leg to stand on. But I also feel like mm. in, in light of like the Me Too movement and stuff, no, yeah, you know, like she's she's my abuser. I'm sorry, I need to talk about it. You know, you're not she, taking her to court. I'm not. Yeah, like I'm not trying to do anything except for just like figure it out. Hill. Let people know they're not alone. Um, tell my story. Kind of let people know who I am because I'm misunderstood. I think I'm like Frankenstein's monster. I'm a <laughs> yeah, which means my mom's Frankenstein. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I uh, there's you know people there's shit. Obviously there's shit people do not know and they're appreciating. So I'm yeah. I'm really excited to be on this journey. Thank you guys. Thanks for all the messages of love. Sorry we couldn't mention everyone's name on here, but we love each one of you. Right. And I have a job now, so I'll probably get a better microphone. Thank you for bearing with our sound. <laughs> or you could donate to our Kofi and get Bobby a better microphone faster. Get me a microphone. Get- you know what's funny? Uh, Stella, the oldest Winkle son, he bought my car <laughs> when I was like 21. And he's like, this car is going to have the, he's like, I just thought this car is going to have the nicest sound system. It's an Alby's car. And I'm like, we're poor. (laughs) 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 I'm like, would I like a nice sound system? Sure. Like my car has a Bose right now and I love it. Yes. 
no we're poor anyways <laughs> uh one day i'll have yes. a good microphone guys but thanks for listening yeah. and we love you guys so much so much but kendra you um, know who i love the most you uh <laughs> bobby i love you too okay well i say these things in the name of jesus christ Amen. is this the place podcast is written recorded and edited at titan tower studios our theme song is by bobby and our cover art is by jessica sanchez this is our story as we see it we believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly if you liked the show please rate review and subscribe we have dedicated a lot of our time and talents and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.